Thanks for calling Toyota. This is Jan. I just adopted a new best friend, and I'm looking for a Toyota so we can make the most out of summer. With a new RAV4, you can take your pup for a drive up the coast. You can take a Prius to the park. Or you can take a Tundra to kayak at a remote lake. One problem, Jan. Oh? My new best friend's a cat. Your summer starts here, but it all ends June 3rd. Toyota, let's go places. Dealer inventory may vary, so you're participating Toyota dealer for details. Visit your front-range Toyota stores today. Toyota, let's go places. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Now new customers sign up using promo code DNVR and you can place a $5 bet when it wins. Boom, $200 in bonus bets. Thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook and thanks to promo code DNVR. I am Patrick Lyons. And I am Susie Hunter. Happy Monday, Patrick. Happy Monday. busy Sunday we had between WBC and seeing a member of the Rockies family at the Oscars playing a big role. What a big night. All-female broadcast on Saturday. It was kind of a low-key really good weekend. It was a really good for weekend fans. for Rockies fans. Yeah, that um, that all-female broadcast was so fun. And also just like a normal broadcast. I mean, yeah. they do this all the time. It's great. Jenny's always great. It was kind of surprising that it's only like the second time that that's happened. Yeah. Because female broadcasters have been doing this for a very long time. Yeah. I grew up listening to Susan Waldman, mm-hmm. you know, doing it on uh, WFAM or actually with CBS Sports at the time covering the, the Yankees. So, I mean... Uh, long overdue. We need a lot more of those. We do. And you know, I was thinking about it. I kind of never want to see a man doing a broadcast again. <laughs> Let's think about the balance. There's so many dudes on the field. We don't need any dudes in the in the broadcast booth. That does feel like a, an idea that has been pitched before. And it was like, that's why the Geico Gecko needs to be calling games. And it's just the worst possible crossover. Because huh. you're, you know... You, don't want to hear any men do it anymore, so we'll have the Geico Gecko. We'll have celebrities come in, Count Chocula. It'll be a good crossover. I mean, pretty sure Count Chocula's a dude. Pretty sure the Gecko's a dude. What well, we'd have to ask Count Chocula to see how he identifies, how they identify. Excuse me, Count Chocula. Uh, my apologies, uh, but uh, look, I'm already so over this show now. <laughs> well, look, I, I'm thinking about advertisements because the WBC man, we've we've got them on like on the helmets and mm-hmm. uh, and on the jerseys and everything. Right. So it's like it really kind of hammers at home that man, we are really just in a whole new world with baseball right now. I thought a lot about T-Mobile yesterday. <laughs> yeah, <Avnet laughs> more than I, was I missing. cared to. Well, it's Monday, so we're going to do some minor league Monday stuff. We'll talk World we're Baseball not Classic. We're supposed to do it on a Monday, but we will. I know. It, I know it's in the title, but that's just to fool you. Ugh. That's just a little end around that we I can't got. wait for the season when we lose track of what days of the week or what, and then we just do minor league Monday on a Thursday. Wasn't it cute that we were keeping track of who won the MVP chain? 
I think I, I think I made it a month and a half before I lost track and it became very difficult. Yeah. And uh, just, just the, you know what? We're gonna start fresh on April sixth. Well, are they gonna have the MVP chain back again, or are they gonna do something new? Oh, I don't know. At, yeah, that right? I was gonna say that MVP chain was looking a little rough at the end of the season. Oof, it was yeah. looking kind of rough at the start of the season, but. It definitely um, was part of celebrations this year. I think by the time September rolled around, it would be in someone's locker. I'm like, did they win it for the third game in a row? And I was like, no, so-and-so got it, but we just haven't transferred it over. So it really lost its value. Definitely lost its luster, literally and figuratively. You know, when you're completely out of it, yeah, the MVP chain kind of loses its excitement. Yeah, Saturday was uh, was a good day. Rockies ended up winning 4-2. Over the Mariners. Uh, also had, you know, behind the scenes, AT&T Sportsnet, Allison Vigil, mm-hmm. uh, Erica Ferraro, uh, their producer and, and game director of mm-hmm. that game. Uh, and we saw the debut of Mike Moustakis and Brad Hand. But Bradley I think Handshake. we know, we know, yeah, what's on his birth certificate, to be more exact? It's Bradley Robert. Okay. Hand. Shake. Shake. Yes. I like that. Bradley Handshake. That works. Or is it William? I don't know. One of those like... <laughs> oh, he has a normal middle no, name? No, it's, it's Richard. Oh, okay. It's Richard. I like that. <laughs> He's a normal middle name. That goes for that. Uh, we had in that game on Saturday, uh, Zach Veen yes. with two more RBI to tie for the team lead. Super producer Kale, let's go ahead and bump that number up. 36%? No, we're at 38%. There we go. Look how happy he is. Oh, he's so happy. Um, uh, Listen, I said this before. I'll say it again. Zach Veen is going to make it real hard to send him to AAA. He's going to make it real hard for the Rockies. I mean, also with all the injuries going on. Also, yeah, I mean, like everyone's hurt. Pretty much. I mean, we know Kyle Freeling can play right field, uh, if you remember back in 2021, but I don't think he's going to be doing that regularly. So <laughs> maybe maybe you do need to have uh, Zach Veen up on Sunday. They uh, Rockies lost to the Diamondbacks 10-9 in a game that was two hours, 58 minutes, 19 runs, 32 hits, six walks, <sighs> two errors, only one double play to erase all those base runners, mm-hmm. and it was under three hours. At that point in the Canada-Great Britain game, they were only in the fourth inning at the three-hour mark. It is crazy <laughs> to think about how the pitch clock has changed the way we like the way we feel about how long a game is because right? I felt like that was such a long game, and there was a lot happening in that game. But when I realized it was still under three hours, I was like, wow, did I get really used to how short games have become, how quick they've become now that we've been using this pitch clock in spring training. I think I've gotten a little used to it. I think, you know, we're, I feel like I have a good gauge of time. Like, okay, 13 minutes just went by, or you can look at maybe where the sun is in your sky, in the sky. Well, because kind of you get a are feeling for that. not a human being. You are a robot with an internal clock. That's Slightly. actually very good. It's, Did someone turn your clock back or forward this weekend? I identify as a cyborg. That's the proper term. <laughs> so uh, cyborgs like myself. Yeah, we, we have a good <laughs> ju- judgment of time, but you're right. So much action happens that you're yes. like, Oh my God. Like, well, I guess I need to cancel my brunch plans tomorrow morning. And you're like, Oh, we're, we're at the two hour mark because it's just that much action. 
equates to that much time, except that's just not true anymore. Like the game, there's a lot more action first and foremost, right? Mm -hmm. Guys are putting the ball in play a lot more uh, without the shift. Right now that you don't, you don't need to hit the ball over the shift. So the launch angle generation is, uh, is kind of dying a slow death here a little bit. Line drives, ground balls, they're not so bad anymore. And so you're getting more action, but the, the clock's not really moving that much. Yeah. That's it's, nice. It's crazy to see how much of a difference it makes because I mean, Josh Sushan mentioned this last year when they had started using the pitch clock in AAA where, like, games were really fast. And then they kind of slowed down. Like, guys got used to it. It kind of evened right. out a little bit. So we weren't having these, like, under two-hour games for the whole season, <laughs> more so just at the start of the season. So I'm curious to see how that will look once our season starts. Yeah, it, it will have to really be on the umpires and everybody. The, the checks and balances need to be there to say, mm -hmm. hey, no, we're doing this all season long. We're not going to get lackadaisical with it. Uh, so something like that doesn't happen. So mm -hmm. um, that's it, it's exciting that, that we're getting more action first and foremost. The fact that the game is shorter I think is also going to provide you know a lot of benefits too. Jonathan Daza broke out. He went three for three, uh, had two RBI, scored – or rather one RBI, scored two runs, mm -hmm. stole a base – so he's looking ready to go for opening day. Mustakis homered. That was nice to see him get on the board with a homer. Mustakis, is he going to be good this season? <laughs> what if he's so good this season? It's going to be he's going to be moostastic, you know? <laughs> He'll leave behind some moose what tracks. What if someone lets the moose loose? Well, that's it. I mean, you're going to have a section of people dressed up as meese. That's the plural of moose. Uh, we also have Michael Tolia homeward. He went two for five. Good to see him to get on the board. Mm -hmm. uh, big toe, you know. Big we're gonna, toe. We're going to see people in sets of five with, you know, little conehead caps on their head looking like toenails. I really big hope toes. not. That's so gross. He needs a nickname, too. He's Zach Veen's not even in the majors yet, and we're still trying to figure him out. Michael Tolia doesn't have anything yet. I like the big toe, but I don't want to see people <laughs> dressing up as toes at Coors Field. That's so gross. And then does that mean Ezekiel Tovar becomes pinky? No. I mean, are we going too far on that? I mean, little toe, yes. I think little toe works just fine. But let's just let's bypass that exit. Let's go to the next one. Pinky. Pinky Tovar actually. You don't, you dope. know what? You like always take it like far out and like let's just like steer it back in Look, to a I, thing that makes sense to everyone. I use Google Maps, but I also use Waze because sometimes you never know. So that's again cyborgs. We we, we do those kind of things. Uh, I'm so tired. Let's. Uh, I'm so tired, Kale. <laughs> on uh, on Friday we saw and I, you talked about it with Charlie Blackman that mid-back stiffness. He said he's okay. You hope so. Uh, let's actually go ahead and take a look. We, we did have an article, as you pointed out, mm -hmm. uh, on Friday on great, the DNVR.com. Great piece of writing, Thank you very way. much. Uh, projecting the opening day roster, a lot of guys are out, not because they're having a bad spring. It's because they are just hurt. And so uh, let, let's see right now the five guys that you – I mean, I don't even think there was any debate. These guys were all going to be on the opening day roster. Five guys who are out who have been injured. Obviously, Brendan Rodgers is your starting second baseman. Randall Gritchick is your starting right fielder, left fielder, center, wherever. Sean Bouchard was playing himself into one of those those roles. I really think uh, last week there was a certain point in which you said, yeah, you know what? With Bryant moving over to right field, Charlie Blackman's not going to go out to left field. Sean Bouchard is going to be starting in left field in San Diego. He's now hurt, probably gone for the year. Jake Bird who only a rookie last year, but was very reliable for Bud Black and Lucas Gilbert. Five guys on the opening day roster are now off that. that We're locks. 
You felt good about them being there, and now you feel awful that they're not. I know, exactly. I uh, was so excited to see all those dudes on an opening day roster. And we needed these pieces. These are people that we really needed. Yeah. This is a huge loss. Yeah, no, it's 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 really bad uh, for those guys to have gone down. Uh, in their place, the next five guys who are going to be up to basically take those spots, uh, Harold Castro, who we know is going to be the utility guy. Alan Trejo, he's already he's going to be there. He's, he's good to go. He's locked in. But Harold Castro is that utility guy. Do we see him maybe more in the outfield now than, than on the infield? Possibly. Brad Hant slides in there as soon as Gilbert got hurt. Hand got signed. Logan Allen, I think, is probably now going to kind of take that spot. Uh, that was Jake Bird's. Bird's still uh, a little banged up with the oblique stuff. So mm-hmm. uh, hopefully he's not going to be gone for that long. Same thing with Gritchuk. Not gone that long, so we should get those guys back. And then, whether you like it or not, Mike Moustakis will be there probably as the starting third baseman, um, which does push a guy like Ellie Harris Montero to the bench, maybe even Nolan Jones to the bench. Uh, I think Jones and Tolia are basically battling for that final spot mm-hmm. as a left-handed outfielder. But if Chris Bryant's going to be playing right field, Tolia in left field, I don't know how good of a fit that is. I think he might have played there just the other day. I think Nolan Jones might be, you know, more apt to to go out to left field. Um, but but those are those are the five guys. The depth is being challenged already. Right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I love this. Like, I don't see that pos- those possible replacements for those pieces we've lost for now and think like, yeah, hell yeah, let's go. Like, I'm not feeling like that right now. Yeah, you have Gritchick, a guy who's going to hit you close to 20 homers. Rogers, uh, Gold Glove Award winner last year. Mm-hmm. Probable all-star this year, you th- would have thought, going into it. You know, he's going to be there. Easy. Again, Jake Bird, Lucas Gilbert, two really good young uh, relief pitchers. And and then, again, Sean Bouchard, a guy where, hey, right now this year is is a reset. It's a transition year. So let's give this guy some at-bats. Let's see what he's capable of because he's kind of, you know, been been overlooked and overshadowed through most of his career. Now he's going to get a chance to shine, and now uh, he's not. So that's that's frustrating. The, the, the last spot kind of worth discussing, and I think we've got that sewn up too with, with almost three weeks left of spring training, opening day starter, I mean, it's Kyle Freeland, right? Gotta be Kyle Freeland. It's gotta, gotta be. Gotta be. Gotta be. It's gotta be Mr. USA. Also, can I just add, it's so weird seeing Kyle Freeland pitch in a game that he did not start. Yeah, that, that was is, weird, And right? that is what we are getting in this WBC. It's weird to me. It's very weird. What's what's not weird is just giving you 15% off your tab here oh. at the DNVR bar. Because <laughs> if you're a diehard... That's exactly what you get. Food, drink, 15% off. Uh, if we've got a, a table set up of shirts or whatever it may be, all that swag is 20% off for the diehards. Or you can go over online, dnvrlocker.com for that 20% off. 20% off the watch parties and party buses. We've got one on April 29th. You're taking a sick day. Is that how it's going to work? And then ride the bus? Yeah, I think I, <laughs> I, think I tweeted that, but I didn't want you to see it. Oh, okay. I'm going to call out sick from work, but I'm going to call in well for the party bus. But, you, but then you're going to rally, and you're like, and then somehow you bought a ticket off a of game time for the party bus. <laughs> not yet. Not Maybe <laughs> eventually. Uh, incidentally, there are $1 tickets for the World Baseball Classic, by Really? The way. Yes. Because that stadium, Chase Field last night for USA-Mexico, looked electric. It was yep. packed in there. I can't imagine anyone would want to give up those tickets, but you're telling me people are selling tickets for a dollar? There are tickets for one dollar, yeah. Wow. 
That was a freebie. There, there's a real one coming up in a little bit. But, oh. <laughs> but, but DraftKings Sportsbook, though, that's where you, you bet on the World Baseball Classic, obviously, if you want. Again, new customers. Use code DNVR. You place a $5 bet, and when that hits, boom, $200 in bonus bets, uh, especially on these, these, some of these upset games from, the, from March Madness because mm-hmm. the brackets already, they haven't been busted yet. They are still in pristine condition. DraftKings is where you might want to go to get on some of that action. They've got the NBA, no sweat, same game parlays where if you lose, you're still going to make out, and they're going to give you a little bit of something there. They always make sure to take care of you. You can bet on spring training games as well on DraftKings Sportsbook, which I love. Uh, is such a fun concept. It's a good way to dig into that depth. You know, mm-hmm. we, we talked about that with the Rockies, how that depth is getting tested. Early on in the season, they won the first three games of the year. Why? Everyone was healthy. They had that depth. <laughs> Those guys that are now going to be on the, you know, uh, starting roster there on opening day are going to be in, you know, triple A. You know, they were coming off the bench in the ninth inning. They were better than the other team's AAA guys, and so they were winning a lot of games. So uh, that's kind of a fun thing to, to research and get into with DraftKings Sportsbook. Again, they'll make sure you're using code DNVR so that you can place a $5 bet, and when it wins, $200 in bonus bets instantly. You don't have to wait around. That's only at DraftKings Sportsbook and only with code DNVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. I have seen somewhere that uh, you can even bet on what team Shohei Otani will end up with next. That is so. What do you fun. think the Rockies' odds are? <laughs> um, uh, and how many zeros is, is that? There is no way, like a zero point zero 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 one chance. So that's like a thousand to one. Yeah. It's it. What I saw was only seventy five to one, which I was like, oh, so what? that means the Rockies are like better than likely. Like there's a hundred different worlds out there and multiverses. And in one of them, the Rockies would actually get them except that was like tied for last play. So who else is down there in the basement with us? Oh, pirates, reds. I mean, Shohei Otani would look amazing in black and yellow. Don't get me wrong. He would look (laughs) amazing in everything. That man is a star. The thing that I like right now in DraftKings Sportsbook, and this is where I'm going with my DraftKings Sportsbook pick mm-hmm. of the week, they've got, uh, as we talked about last week or a week or two ago, head-to-head matchups for teams. Who's going to win more games? Uh, even if it's a little bit lopsided, like the battle for Ohio, you know, Cleveland's going to win more games than Cincinnati. But, you know, you got to give a couple games to Cincinnati to balance it out. How about head-to-head home runs? Who mm. hits more? And there's a lot of really interesting matchups. This one seems like a no-brainer, and I'm like, I'm second-guessing myself but, Susie, you're going to make me feel a lot better because okay. I know you're going to agree with me. Okay. Shohei Otani to hit more home runs than Kyle Tucker. Now, that's Ooh. minus 110 right now. And then when I tell you that Kyle Tucker is actually the favorite, like there's longer or, or there's, there's shorter odds for Kyle Tucker. So Kyle Tucker is going to hit more home runs than Shohei Otani. I got to disagree here, DraftKings Sportsbook. Minus 110. That's my pick of the week. Shohei Otani to hit more home runs than Kyle Tucker this year. Okay, okay. I'm with you here, though. That kind of seems like a no-brainer, right? I don't know. What what has Kyle Tucker been doing that we don't know about? See, you're giving him more credit, (laughs) and you don't, you know. He hit 30 home runs the last two seasons. He's he's still really young. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think he could have close to 40 in his bat. Uh, we know Otani has, you know, forty or more in his, his at bats, his, mm-hmm. his bat. So yes, um, I, I think there's, uh, I think that I feel really good about that one. I feel, I felt good about the win on Saturday night for Team USA, six mm-hmm. two win over Great Britain. They're actually trailing in that game for, you know, the first inning, which was yeah. wild to begin with, but they still end up winning. As you said, Kyle Freeland comes in that game looking amazing in the red, white, and blue. Three innings pitch, gives up a run, two hits, 
three strikeouts against Great Britain and those beautiful uniforms they've got. Let's talk <laughs> about their uniforms. Like, did they miss a deadline Oof. and they just threw on the most basic font they could they could muster? I've never seen a Times New Roman font. I mean, it's they were just, really... It's rough. The names across the back are not great either. Like, for all the people, like Mexico... Like they're kind they're, of hard yeah. to make out. They were kind of small yeah. and like spaced out weird, but like Mexico's uniforms are so fire. They are good. They look amazing. They're very good. They they may be the best. I, I would agree. Arenado in the game on Saturday went three for five. Uh, um, two and, RBI pair doubles. Okay, we need to talk about how a Rockies minor leaguer struck MP. out Nolan Arenado, and that has cured my depression. That was good. Although I was I was surprised to learn, you know, how many people don't listen to our podcast. I mean, a couple because they're like, what? I've never heard of this guy. And I'm like, we've been talking about it for two months. <laughs> I mean, not a lot. We don't spend a lot of time on Michael Peterson, but we have pointed out that there is a minor leaguer playing and yeah, he's alive. Uh, <laughs> he has a pulse. He is <laughs> he's playing for Team Britain. We've mentioned these things. Yeah, he's he's a purple guy. Purple pulse. Trouble Sunday night, though. Lost to Mexico. 11-5, Alan Trejo looked good. He had two hits. RBI single against Daniel Bard. They almost got 10-run rule, Team USA. It was 11-2 it was, it, at one point. Yeah, it was It was, was getting a little, little crazy out there. How cool is it to see Alan Trejo absolutely showing out, Yeah, showing up this World Baseball Classic? He has been so fun to watch. Yeah, he's, he's a guy that... I think a lot of people, again, probably haven't been paying attention to, and, mm -hmm. and that happens a lot for the Rockies. But I think people are noticing, like, oh, hey, hold on, this the Rockies have something there in this guy. Mm -hmm. um, there's definitely a, a talent there. He's he's very much been overshadowed his entire career. He hardly ever got you know a top thirty mention on, in any prospect rankings. Um, but he's he's been a guy that you know I, I like since they draft him. Any guy who skips over Low A Asheville to go immediately to High A, you know that organization sees something special in that guy, mm -hmm. and that's been Trejo for a couple years. Yeah. I loved seeing, last night especially, we saw so many Rockies and former Rockies involved in this game on both sides. Yeah. And that, I have so many mixed feelings about this because it's like, oh my gosh, like, what, Ottavino is pitching? Like, this is wild. <laughs> this is so cool. Why isn't he on Team Italy also? That's a <laughs> perfect last name for it. But Vinny Castilla in the dugout for Team Vinny Mexico, Vinny Castilla right? in the dugout for Team Mexico, that's right. Uh, it makes me a little sad because I think about, wow, the Rockies have had their hands on so much talent that yeah. is no longer with us. Yeah. And it, it made me a little sad. I'm like, darn, like if a couple of things went differently, this would be, we would have a very different show. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And that, that was a reminder for me last night seeing this game. Yes. If uh, DJ LeMahieu came back, and uh, they were able to re-sign him. You know, maybe Nolan Arenado is not as frustrated and he's still around. And maybe right now we are, we're, we're a little disgruntled because maybe the Rockies just had their first losing season, you know, after, after four or five mm -hmm. in a row, right? Maybe 2022 is their first losing. Or maybe they were around 500, whatever it is. But you're right, we would have had a different show the last couple years. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that, that, that was interesting seeing all those guys together. Um, against each other yesterday. Now that now that America kind of in a in a, in a pickle here because they're one and one, mm -hmm. and you know one of the interesting things about this World Baseball Classic is the fact that there was a five way tie in Group A. Every team went two and two, and so the first tiebreaker is just your record against the other team. You know, did you beat them? So that maybe it won't come down to this, but because every team had beaten every other team. 
it came down to basically how many runs you allowed. But it's not just runs you've allowed because what if you've played extra innings mm-hmm. uh, or what if you got 10 run ruled? So it's actually runs divided by total outs. Hmm. So they they have to use a system like that, yeah. right? Um, and so that's how Italy ended up moving on. Uh, in fact, if they had won 3-1 over the Netherlands, they wouldn't have advanced because the ne- Netherlands would have had a better, uh, had given up less. So they basically had to win like I don't know. They would have tied at four to one, but they had to win at five to one or better, and they won seven to one over the Netherlands. Big upset. So that kind of pushed them over in the differential um, to kind of help them out. And so now the Rockies could have a three-way tie for only two spots. The Rockies they go three and one. Team USA. <laughs> Team USA is basically the Rockies. Yeah, they are. Yes, they are. Actually, that would be interesting. What if America had a nickname? Yankees actually might be tops though, because that's what people in Britain call America. Is yeah, the they do. They they do, but Britain doesn't but they, run the world. No, I think Rockies could be because like, oh yeah, don't they have mountains in in America? America certainly wouldn't just, be angels. America is just too vast and diverse to describe it in one word. Pirates, maybe oh, that would be that would be kind of interesting, right? Dodgers. There, there are one. <laughs> Rays, no. Marlins, they're like, what, some dumb fish? Nah, we're all right. Yeah, maybe. So, yeah, Team USA, if they go three and one, they, uh, they could need a little help. They got to win it. They got to win out right now. I was going to say, uh, um, I'm, I think that this is the this is the first time in WBC history that the, uh, the Team USA might not make it out of this group round. That's true. Yeah, that. That would be kind of shocking. We've got a long way to go until that happens. They got Team Canada today, uh, who ten run ruled Great Britain yesterday, eighteen mm-hmm. eight. I got I got hats off and and king hat. Uh, my king hat is off okay. to Great Britain because did you see their home run celebration that they've been doing? They have they put a crown on the guy's oh head with a robe, and you go, <laughs> all right, you know what? That's I respect that. That's nice by a bunch of guys that weren't really even born in Great Britain anyway. My favorite (laughs) home run celebration, though, I love what the um, what Team Italy is doing, where they like high five with the uh, oh, this gesture, whatever we call this. It's the forget about it. It's the passion. Yeah, I'm glad that this is now on the national or the international stage because I've been doing this to Andre like all the time. In in soccer, they usually go. We'll go two hands on the prayer. They'll, they'll get a little pump going mm. on that. No one knows what that looks like. Um, that's okay. Uh, so one of, the, uh, <laughs> one of the other cool things was uh, Australia uh, defeating South Korea. That was an upset. They're going to go on in advance. I think that might be their first time. Czech Republic had a four-run ninth inning. Uh, that allowed them to go ahead and beat China. Israel defeated Nicaragua, so there there have been some some really good upset upsets yeah, uh, that, that have been out there. And that is what makes the WBC so fun. I, all I did this weekend was watch WBC games. It was so much fun. I think they were were there eight games or ten games on Saturday. Oh, I don't know. There's Maybe so many eight. though. Oh, there were a lot. There were so many. It was great. That was that was like the big day for it, and and that's actually worked out really nicely too because March Madness is coming up this weekend, so people, you know. It, th- WBC may have lost the face off on that one if you came to March compete Madness. With March Madness. No. And they will. Like it'll be like the knockout round, so it'll be different. Yeah. But it won't be ten games, whatever it was on Saturday. So that kind of worked out. That would be very too nicely. many games for everyone. There aren't even enough yeah. channels for all of those games. Sure. Yeah. I mean, gosh, you could could you have watched baseball continuously that entire day, you know, with the games starting at like four AM 
out here possibly possibly on saturday yeah possibly yeah that's been pretty i've been enjoying all the celebrity managers mm-hmm. um and coaches as we said vinnie castilla out there for mm-hmm. for team mexico you have yadier molina as the manager of puerto rico mike piazza team italy manager mm-hmm. he's going to the next round that'll be pretty cool ian kinsler the manager of team israel uh they're looking all right right now uh, Dave Nielsen, who's a name a lot of people may not know, uh, he was the manager of Australia, uh, pretty much the the biggest or first big time uh, player from Australia. He was like the third player from Australia, but the first All Star to ever do it. Mm-hmm. He like owned and helped start the Australian Baseball League. Yeah, so like he was that guy. Um, it's cool to see him. Nelson Cruz, do you know what? So Nelson Cruz of the San Diego Padres, do you know he's still like the active general manager of the Dominican Republic? What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's just wild. Like when he when he continued to play and when he signed with the Padres, I was like, oh, I guess he's gonna have to give up that role. Then again, his job was done. He had already like convinced all the players to mm-hmm. come back and you know, Juan Soto, Manny Machado, guys that are already they're gonna be on his team in San Diego. Yeah, but he's gonna be he's gonna be a player slash GM for probably the first time ever. That is I'm so thinking, funny. I just love these little pockets of chaos we find in baseball. Yeah, it's it's really fun. Uh, another another guy that stood out from the weekend, Lars Nootbaar. Lars Nootbaar. How great is that? The first player um, not born in Japan to represent Team Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been welcomed by the team. You know, his his mother was was born in Japan, and mm-hmm. um, you know when when he was younger, the, the family like um, were were housing a. Uh, a young high school team from Japan. Uh, Masahiro Tanaka from the Yankees was actually on that team. So, like, Lars has, like, long had this, you know, strong feeling uh, about Japan. And so for him to play with them and for them to uh, adopt his little pepper grinder thing, you see Otani, he's doing the pepper grinder. (laughs) He's getting in on that action, too. He made the speech in game two, uh, mostly in English, but with a translator, and Mm -hmm. all the guys were listening. And so uh, he's been really exciting to, uh, to watch. We love I've Lars Newbar. I mean, like, not all the time, but. Yeah. <laughs> when he's playing against the Rockies. When he's playing against the Rockies, maybe not so much. That's, but, like, Lars Newbar, what a nice young man. That's Nolan Arenado's main man right there. Like, yeah. that's, his, that's his guy. Should also mention Hensley Mullins, which we have before. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, he's managing Team Netherlands. So uh, there's a lot of those guys uh, around from there. I was, I was a little surprised. I looked it up. How many players do you think have come out of Curacao? This is totally out of left field. Take a wild guess. How Mm. many players have come out of Curacao? Who've made it to the majors? Yeah. Okay. Ten. Wow. Okay. I would have said something like 30, 35. Oh. Because. (laughs) No. You're you're right. You're you're close. 16. Okay. Okay. Your guess is better than mine is what I'm I'm trying to get at. Okay. Got it. And so I was like, why would I have thought there were so many? And it's because five of the 16 guys... From Curacao, we're all stars. Mm-hmm. Hens and Mules was a very good player mm-hmm. uh, during his day. Angelton Simmons and Jerks and Profar, Profar, two other guys who are kind of borderline all star players. Also, so it's like half of the guys who've ever come out of Curacao are very notable and were very good. So there must be a slew of guys I've just never heard of that have had a cup of coffee. Mm. And that's, that hasn't been the case. Only 16. I was absolutely surprised yeah. by that. So they're basically Team Netherlands is Team TLC, no scrubs. They have no scrubs, <laughs> they're good. Um, uh, where did you workshop that before this show? I, I don't know, but I think Edmonton Len thought I was going to, I thought I was going to say uh, tables, ladders, and chairs, uh, which is a different type of TLC. 
uh, as you can tell from Susie's expression. It's a wrestling thing. But look, you can get wonderful tickets to wrestling events, World Baseball Classic, concerts, maybe maybe sober seating for those concerts. I don't know. There's some news about that going on. Uh, but Game Time <laughs> Tickets is the place to go for that. Uh, click the link in our description. That uh, that helps us out just a little bit. And there's uh, there's... Just, just wonderful deals that can be had. Best part is, too, if you wait up to about an hour before the event begins, you can get up to 60% off the face value of that ticket. So you can be very frugal. You can go ahead and, and do that. Uh, there's our link in our description. You can look at Rocky's tickets. We might have to talk maybe later this week or next week uh, about the cost of some of those tickets. There was one game that I think you would have never guessed was like one of the the most expensive. Now it was only $20. Tickets still started at 20 bucks <laughs> to get into this Rockies game, but it was not against the team you would have thought of and not like on the 4th of July either hmm. or opening day. Um, so that You're was kind of interesting. Tell me now? No, no, but I'm going to tell you to look at some World Baseball Classic tickets. Okay. Cuz again, a dollar, $2. I was really surprised uh, in uh, both Phoenix and Miami. Uh, it's a really good good uh, deal and you could sit behind home plate, you could sit courtside, 50-yard line, courtside fit. Front row. Boom. Uh, it's fantastic. That's the place to be for that. Game time tickets, link in the description. Uh, Breck Brew, Avalanche Ale, it's their time. Playoffs are right around the corner. Mm -hmm. I was just just texting with someone the other day about something coming up next month. And I was like, well, we got to kind of wait and see because of the Nuggets and their playoffs. I'm like, mm -hmm. already? Because it goes up. so long. Like, it felt like half of the summer last year yeah. was was the Avs uh, and their run for the Stanley Cup. So uh, that's true right now because it's Avalanche Ale season. It's, it's pretty much been ongoing for two years straight. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's a classic American that blends pale chocolate and caramel malts. It's well-rounded. It's the Harold Castro of Breckenridge beers. It's a utility beer. It's fantastic. It, we might even be able to say it's the Ryan McMahon of Breck Brews because Ryan McMahon can pick it at third he could pick it at second base mm. he's gonna win a gold glove this year I'm, I'm tipping my hand but where is he gonna win the gold glove is the question we'll get to that that that's why you got to make sure you continue to stay tuned okay. in to the podcast to the dnvr sports channel on youtube um but yeah avalanche ale the ryan mcmahon of breck brews uh they're they're colorado company colorado ingredients 100 renewable energy is what they're made of go to breckbrew.com to find a brew near you and uh you don't really have to go anywhere to get your jive hive you can actually just go to the website j-i-v-e-h-y-v-e -E -E, because they'll deliver right to your doorstep it's fantastic it's perfect that way it's a virtual dispensary on wheels uber eats for marijuana you might even say in fact you have said that i think I, i've been calling it an amazon for marijuana. Oh, okay. Yeah. That works. Yeah. Jive Hive Prime. You don't need that. Jive Hive will just make sure that they mm -hmm. get it to your doorstep when you need it, too. So if you need it quick, they'll take care of that. Mm -hmm. If you know you want to get it delivered maybe in a couple days when the in-laws leave town, whatever it may be, <laughs> if you need to be that discreet, Jive Hive will help you out with that. And so it's great because you don't have to go down to a brick and mortar and maybe talk to people if you've got anxiety or uh, if you just, you know maybe what, you don't want people it. in the business. Maybe you're just over talking to people. You kind of could be, yeah. Sometimes I am. Yeah. I talk a lot during the day. Yes. <laughs> yes, you do. I'm not I'm agreeing with you. This is an ad read thing. Uh, this is our witty banter that went back and forth, right? No, but it's true. Like, it, they're going to give you a break from that kind of communication. Yeah. It's jivehive.com, J-I-V-E-H-Y-V-E. -E. Uh, and again, because it's not a brick-and-mortar type place like that, lower overhead, they're going to give you some amazing deals. They've got locations in Monument, Falcon, Payton, Fountain, 
Woodland Park, Security, Wideland, no, Widefield, Aurora, Greenwood Village. I love run, reading all the names of these what towns. What is so funny? They're impossible to read in a row. Like they're it's, just classic a, Colorado net towns. It's a tongue. It's it, weirdly, it's a tongue twister. Monument, Falcon, Peyton, Fountain, Woodland Park, Security, Widefield, Aurora, Greenwood Village. When I say Falcon, Peyton, Fountain, I go, didn't I say Fountain twice? No, I said Falcon twice. No, I didn't. I said Falcon and Fountain. It's Colorado, folks. Oh, my gosh. I Your love brain it. sounds exhausting. <laughs> it can be. Uh, it can be. Uh, what's what's uh, somewhat exhausting is all of the new rebrands that we've got this week for Minor League Monday. Mm-hmm. Because okay, let's talk about them. there have been a lot. I don't know uh, how, how well you've uh, been diving into this. By the way, shout out to James there in our chat. Who's the jive hive of the Rockies? Delivery on wheels. Well, it will be... The buzz will be about Zach Veen when he gets called up, yes. 38%. But right now, mm. who's going to lead the team in stolen bases? Probably Jonathan Daza? Say Daza. It could be Daza. It could yeah. be Daza. I think it could be. That's the buzz. That's the Jive Hive buzz on uh, the man Ooh. with the wheels. Appreciate that, Future Ethan, too, with the shout-out. Future the Jive Hive buzz. Ooh, yeah, I'm down with that. The Jive Hive player of the week. I think so. Bradley, also, thank you for your shout-out in the chat. Yep, three and one. Should probably get in for Team USA. Got to win these next two um, today. And they're off on Tuesday, I believe. And then Wednesday, they would have to win again. Mm-hmm. S- stressful. It's in on that. USA might, <laughs> might not Man. make it further. Yeah, this, this was made for them. This, was, this is their soil, man. Is it crazy. Is it better for baseball or worse for baseball? If the country whose main pastime is baseball does not make it out of the first round of the WBC. Oh, it's better for the world. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Because that means there's one more international team that, that gets to go further and say, hey, man, we're better than all those guys. And, and then at the end of the day, everyone can still, you know, in America, rest their head on the pillow and go, we're pr- still pretty damn great. Like, we're still going to have the World Series of just our teams. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, since since 1993, an American team has won the World Series every year. So you know what? And pretty much, you know, of the last 100 World Series, only two of them have been won by teams outside of the United States. Yeah. That being the Toronto Blue Jays in '92 and '93. So hey, however you want to spin it, we're we're doing okay over here. That's what kind of why I always thought that Team USA might never win World Baseball Classic because they didn't need to they maybe don't as need much. To. But they did. They got it done and. Um, they'll be okay. I think they'll, they're okay. going to win the next two. Okay. They're going to win the next two. Um, let's see if these, uh, how many of these graphics are winning. Okay. The Lexington Legends, mm-hmm. who are no longer under the minor league umbrella, they have rebranded, and I love this logo because it is so retro. They are going to be the Lexington Counterclocks. Huh. Look at that. looks like that really exists. That looks like a real thing. What is a counterclock? So... Clocks go clockwise, right? Which I always think is kind of to the right, right? Yeah. I almost think Starts of it as that, right. like tidy righty, like if you're if you're yeah. screwing something in. Huh. The name comes from the fact that, um, well, Lexington is is very close to Churchill Downs, uh, where they have the Kentucky Derby, mm-hmm. uh, which is in uh, Louisville, not Louisville for us in Colorado. Louisville, Louisville. 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 You gotta say it like you have a bunch of marbles in your mouth. Louisville, Louisville, Louisville. So, Caleb, uh, did you just say it too? So we're talking, but we're talking about Ulxington. And uh, 
So they got a really good racetrack there too called Keeneland. But they're they're close by, horse racing, we get it, Kentucky bluegrass, all that stuff. Well, originally, the uh, the horses in England, they raced clockwise direction. And of course, once we broke through the shackles from our oppressors, we decided we're going to do things opposite. We're going to have our horses run on dirt instead of grass. There's still our tur- there's still is turf racing out there, mm-hmm. but run on dirt and we're going to go counter clockwise just to be different which is how horse racing exists here in our country to be different and so the lexington legends are kind of acknowledging that history because hey in kentucky they do things counterclockwise you know what i love about these minor league teams taking on these alternative (laughs) identities is that i'm learning so many random pieces of trivia that are going to pay off for me at a trivia night like who, who, yes, who, who knew so much about obscure history or just the origins of things and who would have guessed that minor league baseball is the thing that like makes us have the connection of like, now I know that, now I know that thing. Now I know that. Now I know that. And once I know it, I probably won't forget it. It's true. Yeah. It's just a lot of nonsense. So they got a guy on, on a horse who's backwards is one of the logos. That's so they have a backwards cool. C where it says counterclockwise. Uh, I think a guy swinging a bat backwards or mm-hmm. upside down, uh, but it's, it's, it's really good. Um, the Arkansas Travelers uh, rebranded as the Mad Mallards, and we're not going to even take a look at it because I don't think it was a very good logo. Oh, okay. It was not worth. How bad is it? Kale's time. It just looks like it looks like Daffy Duck. Like it just with his neck out. It's not that creative. Sorry, Arkansas Travelers. Um, but the other big one, I think you commented on this on Twitter. Talk about learning something. The Emerald Sod Poodles, which is already a ten out of ten. I, you know me, I'm a Sod Poodles girl. It's fantastic. I was on the, I was in their shop because I'm like, I don't own anything yet. I think I might need to kind of get something. Okay. That, even though they're a Diamondbacks minor league affiliate, come on, they're so good. It's they it's so good. they do a really good job. I will say they have a great ballpark. They have incredible mm-hmm. merch. They are to me, they are my well, they're my second mm-hmm. favorite Double A team. Wow. Okay. Yes. I didn't realize they could, they went that high. Yeah. You've gone to Hodgetown. I've yeah. I've spent a lot nice. of time in Amarillo. <laughs> All right. I know you. Kind of weird. <laughs> I know you. Uh, you know, last year before you were working uh, and got hired for DNVR, you were a part time scout uh, in the Texas League. So yes. I, I assumed you would kind of been there. Mm-hmm. You know, Round Rock, Midland, uh, Arkansas Travelers. So of course, um, <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. But they are going to go for about six games this year as the Calf Fries. Now. I first saw the name, Calf Rise, and then here again on the DNVR Sports Channel on YouTube. You can see the font looks great, white and uh, in brown. I think that might be called a Jersey-style cow. Um, but hmm. I go Calf Fries. It's got calf in it, which is baby, which is a juvenile yes. uh, a juvenile cow. cow yes. So I, I was like, what? what is that? Are they just like creating the name? But I guess it does exist. Do you know what a Calf Fry is? I don't think I do. It's basically their version in Texas of a Rocky Mountain Oyster. Oh, wow. of course they have their own version of that. Yes. There's like more cows than people in Amarillo. Yeah. And I guess if you want to, you know, make sure you're using every part. And I mean, every part of the cow, you I, might as well have some calf fries. I did not know Amarillo had its own version of Rocky Mountain Oysters. Now I need to text <laughs> all the people I know in Amarillo to be like, what the heck? The way you're saying that 
makes me think you've had calf fries and you're like, I did no, not I know this existed. Know what that is. No, no. Uh-oh. No. Yeah, they have a couple good logos. One where it looks like the the shape of Texas uh, as a pan, like as a skillet. Because frying it up. Everyone in Texas is obsessed with the shape of Texas. Sure. And that's just a good minor league trope is to have the shape of your state as a bat or just as something. Colorado, it never catches on because you're like, why are you holding like a rectangular trampoline. A, yeah, what no, once the, you get out to this part of the country, it's a little less exciting. Oh, he's carrying a box. I don't get it. Why, why is he carrying third <laughs> base? This doesn't make any sense. We're kind of a square. Um, and then they've got one where there's a cow, you know, looking over his shoulder, saying like, ouch, as his butt is laying in the frying pan because calf fries, again, no, are like Rocky Mountain Oysters. Real. That can't be real. That's another one. So... They're creative. They already got the merch. Like it's it's a good. There no, it is. Oh no! Oh my! He's gosh. in the frying pan. He's going. Ouch! My fries. Oh. His poor calf fries. Oh no. Did yeah. You- <laughs> they they love they love their beef out in Amarillo. It's kind of the only food you can get. That's it. I have never seen a vegetable in Amarillo. No, huh? No. Nope. Not even a potato. That's a salad. What'd you say, Kale? It's the perfect place for kale. Kale hates vegetables. Kale, for a guy who's n- is named after a vegetable, for you not to like vegetables is kind of wild. I know, but it's true. I, I hate vegetables. You can't. He can't eat kale because he is kale. That's cannibalism. That's true. I mean, my name is Pat, and I don't like it when people give me praise. And your name is Susie, mm-hmm. and yet, ironically, you actually do like Bacchus and Shanker. Think about it. Bacchus and Shanker. Sue. Sue. Yeah, I'll get Sue's. it. I get it. Okay. Get and it, on that note, it. follow us on Twitter at TNVR. Right, is this where we end the show? <laughs> Our trans- is this an ad read? No. Is this the end of a show read? Yeah, kind of. Kind of. Calf fries. They're, they're, they look good. And it's got like that uh, burnt sienna kind of color to it. So it's unique. It's got its own flavor. Before we close out the show, do you want to hear a story about Amarillo beef farmers? Oh. And Oprah? Now I do, yes. Yes, okay. So Is Gail King in this? Can I just imagine Gail being off to the side watching? <laughs> yeah, Gail's okay. fault. Right. Ga- She's there. Um, Oprah had to live in Amarillo for like months, maybe like six months, because she did an episode of her show about, it was about man-cow disease. Okay, yes, this so sounds familiar. people stopped buying as much beef, or at least that's what the cattle farmers of Amarillo decided. So they sued Oprah, then she has to go to Amarillo and then she has to go through this trial. And that is how Dr. Phil came into our lives because Dr. Phil worked for her lawyers as like a consultant. And now he is Dr. Phil with a show. So because of Amarillo Beef Farmers, we have to deal with Dr. Phil for the rest of our lives. Okay, I had heard the Mad Cow story. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was aware of that. I didn't know that that was her punishment, so to speak. Or that she, she probably wasn't being punished. She probably, on trial, she just kind of had to be there, right? She had to be there, yeah. So she had to do her show from Amarillo. And the fact that <laughs> Dr. Phil came out of there. I, I They need to have like a, a doc, the running of the Dr. Phil's, I feel like, at Amarillo Sod Pool, <laughs> where you get dressed up, you put on like the bald cap with the hair, and like you have four people race around. <laughs> Again, if you could work in with the pitch clock, the racing Dr. Phil's, is that a thing? You can have that one, Sob Poodles. Just, just throw me a calf fries cap. And one for Susie, too, I will of course. Send, I will send this to them. Let them know. Please do. I, we'll, we'll workshop things. Every minor league <laughs> Monday, we need to have a new promotion <laughs> for one of the teams. We'll figure it out. That's our way of giving back because they've given us so much joy, you know? It, yes, they have. Yeah. They really have. 
And we're giving out all kinds of joy on Twitter at DNVR underscore Rockies at Patrick D Lyons is where I'm giving out as minimal amounts of joy as I can on Twitter. Um, <laughs> and you can find me at the Susie Hunter creating all kinds of chaos on all platforms. This has not been chaotic, but it has been momentous. It's been momentous, yes. However, Patrick. unfortunately, you know what they say about such momentum. Oh, what do they say? It's only as good as your next show. So we will talk to you tomorrow at 11 a.m. on the DNVR Sports Channel on YouTube. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.